This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Scranton. Uh, oh, yeah, big old Slurpee. I got some wine. Uh, <laughs> I'm Shane Smith. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm drinking a little uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh, nice. Conspiracy Cabernet Me. 2018? The 2018. That's uh, pre-pandemic wine. That's good wine. Yeah, it's, it's no COVID in this, nice. this cask. Uh, uh, I'm drinking a full steam paycheck. Bought a six-pack in one of the cans. Uh, looks you bought like a, it went in high five altitude. And a five and a half pack. Yeah, it's like it's missing beer and the cans crushed. I didn't notice, so I'm gonna. That reminds me, I went to uh, I went to the mountains last. Uh, it might have been this year. No, what is this year? 2021. 21, yeah. It might have been this year okay. uh, to go skiing. And this is the North Carolina mountains for those listening. And our mountains are about the base levels like 3000 ish right. feet. So not super tall, not super, but they tall. used to be the largest mountains in the world. Right. Yeah. Uh, used, used to be, but so we go and, you know, we stop at a, 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 like our final turn before we get to our place. We're staying. There's a convenience store. Um, we go in and like, let's just get some, like some like beer and snacks and stuff like that. So I got a bag of chips and this bag of chips was completely <laughs> inflated oh, yeah, to yeah. the mat. Like yeah. just, Full on, like a like a balloon about to pop. Yeah. Right. And so when I checked out, I was like, "Dude, what's up with this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's the elevation." And I'm like, "No, it's not. Like, <laughs> these chips are sour. There's no way <laughs> that three thousand foot of elevation causes yeah. this much air pressure." But it might. No. I don't know. I've seen puff chips before. It's crazy. I've seen them too, but not. It's yeah. not due to the elevation. Right. It's like when I get weak going upstairs. I'm like, it's the elevation. You're yeah. Like, We're at sea level. <laughs> It's right, not, they're not. not it. It's not like they're baking the chips in a. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Know. That's gotta suck if that is the case, though. Like, you can only fit like three bags of chips on the shelf. You gotta have a huge. That store bag room. was huge. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, was like, like a bloated wheel. Like carcass. a football. Yeah. Hey, if you're uh, before we get going, I like to always say that we're uh, today we're talking about uh, a little bit about what's called Italy Gate, but more about uh, the scariest corporation. In America, oh, really? Which is saying something because I'm generally think yeah. corporations are bad, but this is by far the oh. scariest thing corporation in America. Mm. All right, um, well, I'm so, excited. This is a uh, um, it's good, good, uh, happy Thanksgiving yeah, to all yeah. of you that had a happy Thanksgiving. If you had a bad one, well, welcome to probably eighty percent of America. But you know what? If you had a good one, good. I I, I was down in uh, the once great state of Florida. Oh yeah, was it once? I think I was born in Florida. Oh, that's when, and then you um, left, and it got bad. No, I don't think that my coming and going had anything to do with its uh, humble. It's just Florida's just taken a turn, I think, yeah. for the worse. Yeah. Um, some of that is not. I'm not speaking in terms of politics. I'm saying in terms of who's who's been moving there and the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one thing. It was just old people, and now it's like. Yeah, now it's yeah. angry people. Yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of angry people. A lot of Florida that, man's a thing. Yeah, so. Um, I was glad to get back. I got to host for uh, Bassem Youssef. Oh, yeah, he's who, if, great. If you don't know, was an um, Egyptian comedian, kind of a, a John Stewart-like show in Egypt. 
but he was exiled. He basically had to flee the oh, country. Oh, yeah, that's him. I've seen so many interviews with yeah, him. He's, I was like, I recognize that guy. Yeah, I he, couldn't he, remember why. Yeah, he was going to get killed. And yeah. uh, what was weird is, in, you know, after the shows, you know, first of all, his audience is his audience. Yeah. They did not care that I was there. <laughs> right, right. Except for like, Six people per show would be like, yeah. we really loved your, your, your. And those are all the white people. Yeah, they were the, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's actually more black people. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's, that makes, You were our favorite. That tracks. Like, that's, that, that tracks. That tracks. Uh, yeah. No, but, but, uh, but numerous people told me, he's like, I'm in America because of him. Like I started. Really? After his show was banned, Egyptian, especially young Egyptians, mm-hmm. would, were still sharing it on YouTube. Oh. And then if you just did it enough, then you got, you were then wanted Oh my god! And so then a lot of people had to flee, and he's just like, you know, he's my hero. That's why I'm in America. Can you imagine? Like, that's why I think one comedians that are funny, that's great. But the comedians that are doing stuff like that, it's like changing lives. Changing lives, like that's why it's like most of us should just quit because we're not that people. We're not people that change lives daily, and then they're doing it with comedy. Yeah, no, it's 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 just I can't imagine. Yeah, his 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 act in his comedy is on such a different level. than what I've ever aspired to be. I'm just trying to make people laugh, and he's making hilarious but also poignant stuff about inclusiveness. Yeah, I mean his his main point is about his act is built around this quote by Newt Gingrich Mm. that essentially says that Muslims are not our enemies. They're our neighbors and our friends. The problem is, is that there's about nine percent of them that are hostile and, and, and violent. That's a newt quote. Yeah, and he said, mm-hmm. but but nine percent is thirty million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess it. So, so, yeah, that's a, essentially like the and that he he just sort of builds from there to talk about it. It, it, it was mm. it was a fun. Yeah, now. that's cool. You got to open for it. Yeah. Um. How how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was stressful. My parents' dishwasher caught on fire. And uh, the day before Thanksgiving, I, I know, think right? Not. I think not. Conspiracy, maybe. Uh, yeah. So that a uh, lot of hand washing of dishes, which that's fine. Are y'all a turkey? We don't do turkey. We do turkey. We did the turkey. We do chickens. We, my uh, my family was very nice to try to make all of the uh, dishes vegan friendly for my for my wife you mean the actual uh not the turkey but just like not dairy based my, my wife eats she eats poultry but she prefers no dairy so not for Wait, anything she's what kind of vegan is she it's i guess you couldn't say she's a vegan she's a <laughs> she's a pescatarian does she no she eats chicken she eats fish she eats everything but she she doesn't like to eat four-legged animals Wait, uh, so she'll chicken eat, is so okay just two-legged animals and no dairy yeah i dated a girl once Makes it very hard who she said like I can't eat anything that has a face. Oh yeah. So yeah. like m- like mussels and oysters yeah, yeah. and certain things like that. She could. Uh, would you be putting googly eyes on all the shells at an <laughs> oyster roast just to fuck with her? <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Uh, and yes, my uh, my family was very nice to do that. And uh, you know, oh, it, that's cool. Yeah, it made for some weird dishes, but uh, you know, it's the thought that counts, I, and they all taste good. See, the they thing I the, the reason I was confused is because uh, in my head. You said you talk, went from the dishwasher being on fire oh. to vegan dishes, and I was thinking like <laughs> yeah. they washed the oh. dishes yeah. in like some vegan friendly yeah, soap, no. and I was like, no, I went to A to C quick. No, I went. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Yeah, um, I've been drinking a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it was a heavy drinking holiday. For it was. Me. There was nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a condo in Florida. Yeah, and it's 60 degrees, and essentially it like. Nine thirty, someone would be like, "You ready for a beer?" Yeah, and I'm like, 
Yeah. Yeah, I uh, guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I would get really day drunk and then nap mm. from about one to three and wake up and start drinking again. It's not bad. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's good when you have like yeah. uh, the free time to do it. Mm. It's hard when you have a pod and you record during the day and you're like, well, my, yeah. instead of the nap time, I have a drinking time and then the morning and the night are nap times. Yeah, no, that's not good. No, I like to, I like to way. break up my sleeping with drinking. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, for sure. Oh, well, and uh, we should mention this since this is uh, a regular episode. We have a Patreon. Oh, yeah. Join yeah. the Patreon, guys. Uh, four yeah. extra episodes a month. Uh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, and uh, we got a month left in this year, and we're excited. Got some cool things planned. Yeah. And today, uh, just to, to give people a little peek behind the curtain of how this you know podcast works, I usually start looking for things that I'm interested in and I find them and I start researching them. And then sometimes I find something in that research where I'm like, that's more interesting than what I wanted right. to talk about. So like, so for example, I got interested in this thing called Italy gate because there was just an FOIA, a freedom of information act request related to what is dubbed Italy. Gate. Okay. Do you know what Italy gate is? I have no idea. Okay. So in, in synopsis, it relates to the Trump election that a conspiracy theory was floated that these two uh, prisoners in an Ital- two Italian mafia members in prison used they hacked a satellite and were able to change the vote counts. Um, this is any basis in reality for this. Well, no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. I was like, wait, there's super spies from prison? And yeah, they, they, they were in this. Yeah, they were in they were these mafia guys in an Italian prison. But here's what's crazy about it, Italy Gate. Now, that theory has, has persists to this day in right. QAnon circles. Right. But what the Freedom of Information Act revealed is that the Trump administration took this threat seriously enough that it sent two covert State Department employees mm. to infiltrate the prison and interview these supposed <laughs> mafia guys that hacked the satellite. Hey, Steve, you speak Italian? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, you're going to be uh, in prison <laughs> We're gonna, for the next month. You're well, sitting you in your Italian out. prison. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the worst. That is, that's got to be the worst yeah. assignment. Yeah, that sucks. And what do they have on the menu at a Italian prison? Oh, it's probably really good. It for, probably is. It's probably yeah. like bolognese. Italian and, prison is probably the the on par with like uh like a Holiday Inn Express here in America. Yeah, I can see that. Although I would I was in Italy once and I was outside of a prison and they had uh instead of razor wire, they had broken bottles and they had stuck in the top of the concrete. Yeah, and I was like you could pr- climb over that so the easy. The prisoners probably put that. They there. probably did. They're, They're like, like done with this beer. Yeah, I don't I think that like you know, in America, what we consider to be basic human rights mm. is pretty minuscule. Like we yeah. don't really ever consider like food to be a basic human right, right. shelter, yeah. educate. Like in Italy, food and food is a basic human right, and it's like good food. Yeah. Okay. I gotta get arrested over there. Yeah, that's you want to get. There's certain countries where they say if you're gonna get arrested, get arrested there because prison's really nice. Sweden it's, has an awesome prison. Yeah, it's got a. You know, it's it's really, you you know. You share a room. It's a nice, comfortable mm-hmm. bed. The sheets are clean. Mm-hmm. You have a you have a you have a, a workout facility and, and you have a library. You get to read. I mean, it's not a bad deal, right? I mean, yeah, that's like Chris Rock has a great line that like if you live in an old project, a new prison isn't much. Oh right, is, isn't much is a, is kind of a step up. Yeah, for sure. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Is like I think Italian prison's kind of nice, but 
so people were, 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 were flabbergasted that this crazy, no basis in reality mm-hmm. um, uh, conspiracy was enough for President Trump's administration to send State Department to investigate, yeah. right? Now, uh, what, what, what I was interested in is this idea that they hacked a satellite. And I was like, well, how do you hack a satellite? Mm-hmm. And so the, I went down and I, I was reading about what is known as control hacking, which apparently is a huge concern as we continue to launch low orbit satellites. Mm. And uh, we are launching, if you don't know this, I mean, the reason that we need a space force is to protect our satellites because the way a satellite works, I don't think that most people know that that a satellite works because it has a a ground antenna that it just beams, you know, they're they're communicating back and forth. Mm -hmm. So you can hack a satellite one, if you can hack the ground antenna, or what's more often the case, if you can build something that mimics the ground antenna, oh. so the satellite momentarily thinks that you are the ground antenna and it shoots information to you. Oh, okay, wow. And then you have the information, and of course you have to decode it and all that. But yeah. that's that's the, the hard part is getting the information. Yeah. Um, so I was reading about this, and I'm like, well, like who? Uh, who can do this? Like, 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 what are we talking about? And so I, I stumbled into this, uh, the, the, the story about a meeting at the Pentagon with the NIA, mm-hmm. uh, the CIA, I mean, wait, not the NIA, the NIS. Yeah. 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 The national intelligence, national intelligence, whatever they are, the CIA, FBI, Pentagon, department of defense, everything. Yeah. And they're having this meeting and they're talking about, uh, the threat of hacking a satellite. Mm. And somebody said, well, where did this information come from? And somebody said, from MITRE Corporation. Oh. And, and the person at the meeting said, when they mentioned MITRE Corporation, the entire tone of the meeting changed. Really? So then they bring in like a guy from MITRE to talk about it. And, and MITRE begins talking about how they can do this, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, well, who the hell is this MITRE yeah, Corporation? So I was like, I'm going to figure out who these people are. Well, it turns out that MITRE Corporation was born out of MIT, the Massachusetts okay. Institute of Technology. That's where the name comes from. Mm-hmm. And it was something like 50, 60 years ago where the Department of Defense approached some computer scientists and engineers at MIT, and they're like, could you build us a defense system that would um, detect airborne attacks from like outer space or anything like, like, mm. like the, what, what became the, this, what was that? Like miss satellite missile defense. Oh, the one that Reagan had. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Uh, space. God, sp- what? Star Wars, space Star Wars. Force. Star Wars. It was it called was Star Wars. Literally, it was literally like Star Wars. would be able to remember that easier, but yeah, apparently it's a movie in our zeitgeist. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. Uh, it, it is, but that would be a really funny, uh, man, man, uh, Mandela effect. If they came out later and said it, it was it wasn't right. it wasn't Star Wars, right? Right, yeah. Right? It was like uh yeah. It was Space Wars. Yeah, yeah. It never was Star Wars. It's not Luke Skywalker. It's and everybody's like, I swear to God it was Star no, Wars. I swear to God. Like, yeah. No. No, everybody remember. went and looked at their shit and thought, <laughs> okay, now they're just playing. They're yeah, just and all fun. the reviews say the prequels were amazing. What the mm. hell? Well, uh, okay. So this Miter Corporation was born out of that. Today, mm-hmm. the Miter Corporation has 8,000 employees, okay. a budget of about $2 billion. Okay. 
They have an uh, insane facility that's basically near Quantico. Um, and they are essentially like, you know, the, you know, the James Bond scene where he goes in and like Q is there and he's like, gives him the most. Oh, yeah. All the cool shit. Yeah. The cool shit, which as a plot device, you're like, well, I know that's going to come in the plot <laughs> right, yeah. later. It's the only you know, to be like, like, hey, yeah. hey we're like, going to tease it. Right. Here's a pin that drops an oil slick yeah. and then a condom. And you're like, well, yeah. that's going <laughs> to. Yeah. James Bond was all callbacks. That's he, all yeah. He's going to need that later yeah. on. Well. Well, this is essentially the government's, the Department of Defense okay. and all of the government agencies. This is their, like, crazy idea toy box mm, builder. I want to get a job there. So they just basically come in and say, hey, we have this idea. Can you build it? And the MITRE Corporation is like, yeah, we can build that. Man. And they just build things. Now, perhaps the scariest thing about the MITRE Corporation that I read um, Besides, I'm going to tell you some of the stuff they yeah. built. It's going to absolutely be like, this right. is insanity. But what I found most alarming is that the way their business is built, they don't make any money. Hmm. It's not their goal at all. No, Somebody that's... comes in and they say, can you build this? And they're like, well, let's shop it around to our our, our experts. Mm -hmm. They go to somebody they're like, hey, Bill, can you build this? And he's like, yeah, it'd probably take me. 200 hours and they're like okay bill we we, we bill him out at 200 dollars an hour here's the price five hundred thousand dollars done and that's they they basically bill and then they give the patent all the information away really and, and the reason that's important in terms of the scariness of miter corporation is that they don't have a bottom line like a normal defense contractor does they're not right. a, they're not a publicly traded corporation mm -hmm. But also, they're not a corporation where, like, like they basically their goal is to break even right. every year, which, un, unbridled by the need to make money, they're able to take every single project they want to take on. Yeah. They don't worry about is this profitable, is yeah. this ethical, anything. They don't answer to any of those questions. They're like, the government wants this. Okay, we'll build it for them. Mm -hmm. Let the government decide how to, to implement this. But. If we can build it, we'll, we will do it. Wow. Right? Okay. Somebody yeah. said, um, and uh, uh, this is a former employee, if there's a national security or public interest problem, then MITRE has probably been the people that solved it. Oh. Like, they, 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 we don't, you and I don't realize, and probably our listeners have never heard of MITRE Corporation like me, they have touched so many things in your life. For example... When COVID hit, they were like, hey, MITRE, we need a way to trace everyone that's had contact with this and build, a, build, build us a system that we can deploy mm -hmm. that helps us determine when someone's had COVID and then who's been in contact with them. Yeah. And that's the people that did it. Wow. You okay. never heard their name. Nope. They don't seek, the, they don't, they don't let, release PR. They just built the system and the government said, great, we'll use it. Right. Okay. Um, here's some other things they built. Um, uh, they, uh, built a prototype tool that can hack into uh, fitness trackers, home thermometers for the purposes of Homeland Security. Oh, wow. So there's this concept of what's called the Internet of Things. Have you heard this? IoT, yeah. IoT. I've worked a lot in IoT or around um, IoT with IBM. So uh, they, they were basically like, we, what, 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 is it feasible for you to hack into when we're in close proximity to a device, the internet of things. So they were like, well, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. And so they built these tools that are terrifying from the, the folks who care about uh, privacy, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. 
because what they can do, let's say you have a smartwatch on, right? You don't probably realize how connected your smartwatch is to the internet of things, right? right? And so you're just passing through the border and they have a device. It doesn't need to physically hold the device, but it can hack into your smartwatch and it can give them the entire data that's connected to that smartwatch. And so they're using that on the border right now. Hmm. And, and, and the scary part about it and, and, and civil rights lawyers are terrified is that like, they don't think that's, they don't think that's illegal. Right. Right. Because they don't need to, they don't need to possess the device. And two, even if, even if they do it, it's very hard to tell that they've done it. Right. Right. You know, so, so think of it this way. Um, if, the police get a get an illegal tip that you have drugs in your car mm-hmm. and they pull you over and you're like, ah, oh, here are the drugs in the car. Well, then they go to court and they're like, well, like, how did you know that there were drugs in the car? And they're like, well, you had a headlight out. No problem. Right, yeah. But if they don't have probable cause to pull you over, they're in, they're they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. But with this this device, if they if you walk through the border and they pull your Internet of Things, they're like, ah. Yeah, we can connect this guy because all of a sudden we have access to all of his information. And right. We can quickly scan him. Mm. And they say, keep your eyes on that guy. And as soon as you have a probable cause to pull him over, grab him. Wow. So the guy makes a wide left turn and you're like, we pulled you over for a wide left turn. We're going to search this. Oh, and then we found this. Crazy. That's, yeah, that's insane. Already it's insane. But also, if you think about this, Apple's watch is now the new ones test blood oxygen, oxygen levels. Uh Oh, you think you might have COVID and you're coming through our border? We can tell if your blood oxygen is low. And That's we're keeping exactly you out. what they're doing. They MITRE built for the government. MITRE has been building for the government for a long time the largest database of biometric information on mm-hmm. just everyday Americans. Facial recognition, stride patterns. I don't think, I think we talked about this that like like yeah. I the, skip just the way. Throw them yeah, off. yeah, yeah. If you if you ever if you're trying to avoid detection, you need to really think about how you walk around town. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Miter built this stride detection program. Yeah, yeah, I walk like I have a giant dick, and then when they <laughs> arrest me, they're like, "This guy, this he's is not. Our, he's, this is not our guy. He's <laughs> fooling. He's a good. Uh, That's really good. funny. When they bring the guy in from the FBI, writes up the uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the profile profile. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like, guy definitely is packing like Huge. 10, 12 inches. Yeah, yeah this guy. He has. His, you can tell he's when burdened. he walks. He's he's yeah, like yeah. bow legged. It's so big. <laughs> It's like no, I'm just a good um, actor. Um, so here's another thing they, that that they built um, that to me um, is crazy. Um, they they built something for the government recently, and and it came out in 2020 during the pandemic, which I have to think is intentional because in any other time I think this would have been massive major news. Mm-hmm. They built something for the government that detects fingerprints from Facebook photos. Whoa. So, so, so just think about that for a second, is yeah. that when you post on Facebook, mm-hmm. it's relatively public, even though you may not think about it like yeah. that. Anybody that's worth their salt in terms of, even though they may not be your friend, it's pretty easy for them to scroll through Facebook, generally mm-hmm. collect photos. Now, if you're ever doing anything, holding a glass of wine, uh, throwing up a gang sign, which is the main one, mm, yeah, yeah. they're able to go through Facebook and they have created a database of fingerprints from image capture off of social media. Crazy. Now, 
Why is this terrifying? I mean, one is terrifying because the government shouldn't have a database of fingerprints for people that have not committed a crime. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and but what's even more terrifying to me is this idea that if the government can capture your photograph, I mean, your 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 fingerprint mm -hmm. from a photograph on social media. Well, then what's to stop them from putting your fingerprint on yeah. a crime scene because right. they want to be able to. Especially if it's just pixels. Right. Like you can fake pixels all day long, you know. What? Oh, you're so saying. So if you're saying if I if I see a Facebook photo with a thumbprint that I can analyze, I can take that thumbprint and stick it in a photo anywhere else. And then you could use that as evidence because if the evidence that, oh, you're right. that gave you access to that yeah. is just a saying. photo, then you can use a photo to convict. Which is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you can make it, you can totally Photoshop it. You can, you, right. You know, and, and you could probably create, you know, like the old Jason Bourne when they, they, put, oh, yeah. they stuck the, the fingerprint. It just, it's, it's alarming to me that one, the government would want to create such a thing. Mm. Um, and they always have these statements that we don't go looking for fingerprints unless we suspect a crime. But we're like, what standard is that reviewed under? Yeah. Mm. Like, what is the, what is the standard that you're able to say, we suspect a gang crime, so we're going to go searching for these people. Do you have to have a court order? Do you have to have a subpoena? Like, what is right. the what is the level of scrutiny that you're subject to when you do such a request? Right. right? Or, or which honestly is what it seems like they're doing from what MITRE has, what they've been able to find through the Freedom of Information Act, is they're just scrolling through Facebook, and every time they see a capturable image with a with a fingerprint they're collecting it and they're yeah. creating a massive database of bi your face your fingerprint your stride pattern for Location. every single person in america crazy um crazy um which is interesting too because I, I we talked about this a little bit on previous pods about how they try to do facial recognition for criminal activity but the ai is so bad for people of color that there's so many false positives that like, right. just think about, I mean, obviously a thumbprint's a little bit more accurate than a facial recognition, I would hope, uh, but maybe not. Um, but who knows how many people are going to be caught because they're like, well, thumbprint technology works great for white people, but all the black folks, I'm sorry. You're just, we're just going to have to figure this out eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, the racial implications of it are, are probably, the most alarming from the civil rights aspect yeah. of it, right? I mean, but what what whether you're black or white in this situation, if they scan, they find a fingerprint, and they're like, go see if you can find it on Facebook, and they're like, oh, we think we have a match, mm -hmm. and they haul you into court, and they're like, anything you want to tell us? Well, now you're like, oh, what the f I mean, yeah. what am I here for? Yeah, really. And they're like, well, you better tell us everything. Because I would do it like Chunk and Goonies and tell them all. Tell, oh, just start everything. From everything. Start from the beginning and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, just they'll be just. We're we gonna so count annoyed. every time I've been stoned. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we get to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess we're the we're the the. Um, oh, here's another one. I think is probably the most interesting. Um, is uh, someone came to them and said. Do you know, like, the phrase, it smells like a lie? Mm-mm. Like, or I smell a rat? Oh, I smell a rat, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, they were like, is there is there such a thing as an odor when people are committed a crime or are uh, uh, lying? And they're like, well, yeah, you want us to figure it out? Yeah, we can. So they they took people and they made them do things that were deceptive. And then they measured various pheromones and they found that we can actually detect through body odor. Right. Different when people have committed a deceptive act. That's probably why I have such good street smarts. I got that. You you can smell it. it. You can smell the somebody that's a con man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can usually tell them because they talk to me in the street Hmm. and I'm like, nobody really (laughs) talks to anybody in the street. Yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah. I mean, not, you know what I mean? Like, like there's a level of friendliness. Sure. Where you're like, you're being too friendly. Yeah. Did you read that on the Reddit's uh, post that was like, people with street smarts, what's the best way to avoid being uh, in trouble? <laughs> it was like a Reddit post just like last week. Oh, and they really? were like, yeah, they're like, uh, anyone that talks to you on the street probably is wanting something and going to yeah. be a bad person. I mean, not. I think that's that's generally yeah. my rule yeah. when somebody comes up to me. And uh, yeah. uh, I had a guy, this is years ago worked at a uh, a store in Northgate Mall in Durham North Carolina for those uh, local to the area not a great mall yeah i mean meaning it just it had a rough reputation there was you know a lot of stealing and shoplifting yeah. and all that stuff but i left stark and i walk into my car and a, a white dude pulls up and he's like excuse me buddy you know and i was like yeah i could help he's like you ain't from around here are you and i'm like what do you, what do you, what do you, I mean, I grew up in North yeah, yeah. Carolina. He's like, your accent, man, it's a little, little, you know, we, we talk mouth in the South down here, you yeah. know? And I was like, uh, okay, what, what do you want? He's like, I just, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I just, long story short, he wanted gas money. He's on, right. he's on empty. Um, and, uh, I was like, okay, here's what we'll do. I'll follow you to the gas station yeah. and I'll put some gas in your car. He's like, man, here's the thing. As soon as they say that, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. here's the thing. I said, like, I'll tell you what. I said, this is what I said, tell you what, just crank your car up. Mm-hmm. If it's on empty, I'll give you cash. That dude's Southern accent disappeared really? immediately. He was like, well, fuck you, man. It's crazy how mad they get, right? Yeah, they get the so mad. And, and I was like, so you weren't from the South. Yeah. So anybody that's nice and tries to say, or make you feel like mm-hmm. uh, that's always a good. Yeah, di- for sure. Yeah, it's crazy how many people. I think I've, I've mentioned this on the pod. I had a guy come up to me downtown one time and was like, hey, can you, I just need to get soap and diapers and something else. And I was like, I can't figure this scam out, but let's go buy it. And I bought it for him, but I heck, couldn't figure the scam out. That might not, that may, maybe not. So I'm out there the next day. He, soap and diapers. Uh, yeah, he tried it again. He tried a different thing like a couple months later, but I was like, maybe this guy's just in a bad spot. But yeah, I was like, I cannot figure out this scam. I'll fucking buy you the shit. The people that will let you buy them stuff, I don't think are scam. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think so either. Unless Although, there's a crazy black market for soap and I did one time, uh, we came out and we had leftovers and the guy was like, you can me some. I was like, man, I got, some, I got leftovers. If you're hungry, you're welcome yeah. to them. He's like, I'll, I'll take them. Walked around and I saw him later trying to sell my letter really? to somebody. Hey, he's an entrepreneur. And I was like, okay, yeah, good for you. Can't blame. Nope. I can't blame me for that. Nope. That's smart. Hey, you're making more money than you had. Begin. It's holiday season, and you don't know what to get as a gift or a stocking stuffer. Come on. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped, has the tools to guarantee you win this year's stocking stuffer or white elephant competition. Manscaped is a leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. Me included, that's right. If my math is correct, that's almost 8 million balls. 
Get 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com with code CBM20. Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. Manscaped's best-selling product is the Performance Package 4.0, which is at the top of every man's wish list this year. Inside, you'll find their Lawnmower Body Trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body, and the Weed Whacker Ear, Nose, Hair Trimmer. It's pretty good. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. Give the performance package now to receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. The dads can't stop talking about this. The teens secretly buy this, and the women will love you for it. Now, these are our picks for Manscaped Surefire Wind Stocking Stuffers. Number one, Manscaped 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner just launched. I used it. It's great. I'm bald, but my hair grows just a little bit day by day, and you know what? I'm one of those guys that still uses shampoo, and you can too. So do it. Number two, the Manscaped Cologne Infused Body Wash. Number three, Shears 2.0 Luxury 4-Piece Nail Kit. Because you want to scratch your lady's back when she's feeling your balls. And uh, it's better if they're not crazy. Number four, Crop Mops Ball Wipes for your stanky balls, you sick men. Number five, Manscaped Signature Cologne. And this is great. These uh, You heard me say it earlier, but uh, my wife's kind of vegan. And she'll be happy that these formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, paraben-free, so you know these are legit products. Make sure you hurry to their site and ensure these wild gifts show up this holiday season. And while you're at it, get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with code CBM20. Whether this is your partner, dad, brother, or friend, get them something that they will actually use. And I'm sure it's going to get a laugh. All right? Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code CBM20. Be the ballsiest gift giver this year with Manscaped. Also, Today's Cyber Monday. If you order today, you get 25% off. That's better than 20% off. So order now. I guess I guess what I'm what I'm uh driving at with this Miter Corporation, one is I'm blown away that there's a multi-billion dollar corporation that is not out to make money. Mm-hmm. It's not out uh to, to do anything other than when the government comes to them and says, hmm. We want we have this idea. Can you build it? And their answer is yeah. Like we can, right? You want you want to you want to hack into satellites? Yeah, we can do that. That's child's play. That's how we basically got started. That's how the whole uh, Star Wars like missile defense system and it, you know it's all based upon them hacking into yeah. uh, the 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 ground antenna on satellites. And then they were like, yeah, you want to hack into smartwatches and everything connected to the internet things? Like, no, no problem. Yeah, you want to know if someone's lying? We can build you a system that detects people sent and will be able like i mean when you go into an interview with the police and they're looking at stuff and they uh, ask you you know you don't you're not submitting to a lie detector test when, no. when you answer questions this guy, this guy smells like but they're they danger. got some kind of handheld device and they're just like i know you're lying mr smith and you're like holy cow yeah i mean so hmm. my problem is that to take a private corporation and essentially give them a couple billion dollars a year mm-hmm to build you tools that essentially are designed to avoid the protections of the constitution basically in the cloak of darkness seems to me inherently problematic. Yeah. And they're not taking any responsibility, right? They're like, we're uh, just I being mean, paid to do this. No, what no, you they, do with the, it is your no the, the, the folks, the media that uh, broke this story, which when I say broke this story, I couldn't believe how few people have ever talked about this. Yeah. 
I mean, it literally broke, it, it literally blew my mind that I was like, how, how did this story not make it into like, I never saw it in any conspiracy that message boards. I've really? never heard anybody talk. I mean, a lot of times we talk about stuff and someone else has covered it or something yeah. like that. I haven't seen anything about MITRE Corporation. Hmm. And, they, and, and they are building the things that essentially are allowing law enforcement to capture all of our images, all of our anatomy, our fingerprints, our retinal data, our stride patterns, collect them into a database to aid in law enforcement. Hmm. And that, to me, is absolutely terrifying that we're outsourcing this to a private corporation beyond the balance of checks and balances that we normally have with government. Right. Well, that's, I mean, it's kind of the way, well, it is the way that government works because if you can outsource this, then the culpability is on the company that made it. So I think that a lot of, and we've talked about this with UFOs in the past is like, uh, there's a energy company, um, that is, um, yeah, what are they called? It's not Battelle. Oh yeah. I think it is Battelle energy company and they they build stuff that might be ufo related uh but it's right a contractor for the government but they're outside of right you know what the government has to you know i think a lot of the you know the freedom of information act requests don't work because if you put right. it in a business that's outside of the government you can't right subpoena them for any information because it's not part of the government yeah and all the foia uh stuff is it's like a $500,000 project for social media image fingerprinting project. Sure. Yeah. Right. Keep it as vague as possible. Um, yeah. It's so it's, it, it's, and because MITRE doesn't retain the patent information, they have no visibility on how this is being implemented. Right. Right. Hmm. So, you know, when they say, Hey, MITRE, can you hack into satellites? Like the government says, we want you, we're going to give you a million dollars to find out if you can hack into satellites. Well, then MITRE goes out and they're like, come back, like, yeah, here, it can be done. Here's mm-hmm. how it can be done. So, is, so the government is essentially authorizing satellite hacking and has the capability to hack yeah. satellites, which means they can hack any satellite out there. Yeah. Right. And they know how to do it. Therefore, raising the concern that if, if MITRE can figure out how to do it, then someone else can. Well, China fi- said they were going to put satellites up and, you know, hack our satellites from other satellites. So they're already like planning on just flying yeah. around in yeah, that's, space and doing it there. Right. And which is interesting because uh, the NSA just deployed a machine learning algorithm uh, to our satellites. And what it does, it's, it's interesting, is that um, when they hack a satellite, you change its coordinate slightly so that it shoots information to right. your fake ground right antenna. you just need a small change to small change go and huge distance and those small changes look like space debris hitting the, oh right yeah, yeah so they're trying to um build this machine learning algorithm that will be able to better determine space debris movement of a satellite mm. just because there's just sort of solar winds and things that yeah, can yeah. kind of change it versus like a, a more rhythmic calculated turn right. to, yeah. a, to to hack. So they they're they're putting this 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 uh, technology into all of our satellites huh. because somebody's trying to hack into our satellites which again goes back to the Italy gate which is what got me down this rabbit hole, but it's this miter company who is the ones that are 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 basically building all this stuff for the government to do. Yeah. And it's interesting. Their uh, tagline on their website is solving problems for a safer world. And this is kind of where we get into a problem that we got into post 9-11. It's like, you know, we're keeping you all safe. So we're just going to profile everybody. 
and we're going to listen to everybody's phones and track everybody. And it's like, well, is it safer? To me, it sounds like we, uh, it's almost like when you're a person that, uh, feels like everyone's like judging you or talking shit about you. Typically the people that feel that way are the people that judge and talk shit. Um, and you're basically just feeling what you're putting out in the world back. So America is like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to build this stuff. Cause I feel like I got I got, I think they're doing to us what I'm doing to them. And we're just going down a rabbit oh, right, hole right. where we keep like trying to, they're hacking our satellites. So we got to learn yeah, to hack theirs. And it's we're, basically, it's, it's, it's a conspiracy bomb. mind where it's like, well, if I'm thinking they're doing it, they're definitely doing it. And if they think I'm right. doing it, it's, uh, it's, you're, um, projecting your feelings onto the rest of the world. So it's like, what if, you know, what if there's just a world where we didn't think they were hacking our shit and we didn't feel like we had to build this? Because it's like chicken and egg, you know? It's like we're constantly going, well, we got to build this because we think they might have this. Right. Or they might be thinking about this. I mean, it, it is, uh, it reminds me of the George Orwell slogan from 1984 that war is peace. Yeah, yeah. That like if we're, if we're constantly at war and we constantly think that our enemies are out to attack us mm-hmm. so that we're constantly on the offensive, mm-hmm. that offense is the best defense then ultimately we create this weird form of peace because right. we are constantly uh, s- searching for new ways to infiltrate the enemy, mm-hmm. stop people at the border who might have some, right. you yeah. know. And, and, you know, this is, I mean, there is, we've never really discussed this balance with the Fourth and Fifth Amendment on this pod, but, I mean, that's what, civil rights attorneys are referring to is that you have a right to be free mm-hmm. from search and un, un, unreasonable search and seizure. Yeah. And, but people have a right to be secure in their homes and to think that like, if I'm in my home, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff you can do in your home. That's illegal, but it's your home. Right. And unless the government has a really, really, really good reason, probable cause to believe that you're doing something illegal. Yeah. They really can't search your home for evidence that you're doing something right. illegal. And so that, that the idea that the government is just out scanning social media constantly looking for, which, you know what it reminds me of? You remember, I don't know which Batman it was. It was one with Christian Bale, but he builds this system to like detect every text message and cell phone oh, right, and yeah. then like filter it and to find, he's trying to find somebody right. or something. He could have just gone to MITRE. Yeah, but they've done, they've done <laughs> they've that done exact that, yeah. thing, right? Like when the government says, we want to know when anyone uses the word bomb in a conversation, MITRE's like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we can do that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, have, I have several problems with it. One is I feel like it, it, it is bringing surveillance into our lives in a way that's terrifying, mm-hmm. but it's doing it in a way that's almost unstoppable because it's done as these sort of theoretical academic projects from a company that doesn't care if it makes any money, if everything's profitable, the government just says, can you, can you build us an Aston Martin that shoots rockets and missiles? And they're like, yeah, here's how you would do it. And the government's like, thanks. And they're like, did you build it? Like, no, we don't know. We'll, we'll, (laughs) we don't know. We don't hold a patent for it. Yeah. So, and then, you know, you just give it away to the government and then we have no line of sight as to whether it it ever was built or not. Hmm. You know, I mean, we don't know right now if the if if this whatever machine or whatever that detects body odor that reveals that you're being deceptive is in play. Right. Yeah, we don't know. We, it, it absolutely yeah. could be in play right yeah. now. 
I, uh, you know, when I sleep with too many covers on, I wake up and I smell like a uh, tire fire. Now, I don't know if that means I'm a liar or not, but I'm going to not shower if it keeps the government from <laughs> finding out my lies. Yeah, I guess it really is. Uh, it, I think it's one of the things I'm, I'm like most passionate about in my conspiracy theories about like, is that I just feel like that. I mean, I, I okay, I drove back from Florida, drove through most of the night. I use Waze. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great app. Yeah. Because they tell you when there's cops. Twice, I got a notification that cops are ahead and, and they were slowed there. down and yeah. they were there and I, I avoided a ticket. Yeah. Right? Um, and and as I was thinking about it, I, I kept looking down at my Waze app and it showed me that I was driving over the speed limit because it like puts it in red. It shows right. you what the speed limit is, how fast you're going, it's red if you're speeding. And I was like, okay. Also, just side note, when you're taking using a driving app, Google Maps or Waze, and you get off the highway to get like a sandwich or gas, mm-hmm. what have they not fucking figured out that people stop on the ten hour road trip? Yeah, how can they why can they figure that out? It goes fucking insane. It's like turn left, turn right, it's, turn it, left, it, turn it right. I'm like, it loses it its fucking mind. <laughs> I know. It's like you can't figure this out. It, yeah, it's so yeah. it's like you have to turn it off for yeah. that few minutes until yeah. you're back on your route. Yeah, I think Google's working at on that because I think that one of the last time I used Google, it like it did something like that to where it's like, oh, are you stopping? And it gave me the option. God. I mean, but it's it's crazy that you can track my ass so much, but U-turn, you can't figure U-turn. out when I'm slowed you down. Make, make a U make a U turn. U turn. Take a. You're like, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, shut up. And you gotta stop yeah. it, and then you don't signal. You gotta restart it. Yeah, man. Well, but I, but I was as I was you know musing about this in the middle of the night, um, avoiding speeding tickets using technology. I was like, wait a second. If I can use technology to avoid a speeding ticket. How long before they use technology to give me a ticket? Right. They'll just look at your ways. Just look at your ways. Yeah. I'm beaming up to outer space. Yeah. All the information about how fast I'm driving. Yeah. And you can't. It's very hard to fake GPS. It <laughs> really, yeah. It's it, like, so it'll know. It'll be like, yeah. you definitely were driving above the speed limit. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, uh, you may have heard about this, but uh, motor companies, uh, was it motor companies or insurance companies? One of the two was putting a device on your car. Oh, yeah, they still do, yeah. You can opt in for that, too. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, we, uh, they instead of getting you a device now, they just do it with your phone. Oh, and that's okay. something that we did recently with... Um, you can lower your insurance. Lowers right? your insurance, right. So they're like, you have to drive. And we did it like at the beginning of pandemic. And my wife's right. like, just do it in my car. It's what we drive. Uh, we've barely gone... You have to go a certain amount of miles for it to work. But we haven't even gone that many. And then, like, we did a, they screwed up our insurance somehow, so they had to restart it. So I'm like, now you're just, I'm on the hook again. But basically, yeah, you do that. And they used to sell devices you plug in your computer, but now they yeah. just track it by your GPS. Gotcha. It's, uh, it's, I mean, you know, how about just give me a low yeah, rate until I crash? This is, you know, I think that on this podcast, if you've been listening for uh, many years, you know that I, I, I do think that we tend to sort of avoid sort of reactionary conspiracies. Mm-hmm. But this is one where I reach this point where I'm like, this all doesn't sit well. It just, it, it, I smell a rat. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like this idea that the U.S. government is employing the smartest computer scientists mm-hmm. and engineers in the country to build them a wish list of devices that essentially allow them to surveillance American citizens. Yeah. 
in ways that people just have no idea that's happening. Hmm. Nobody thinks they're posting their wedding pictures on Facebook where they're toasting to their wedding and they're like, ah, we got, we, yeah. we. and it's not like a person is making a judgment. A computer is just saying there's a fingerprint. And now yeah. I have Susie Smith's fingerprints on mm-hmm. file. And, and yeah. now we, we, we've, we've increased our database. And so eventually it seems like that the law enforcement will stop when they have a database that includes as many biological markers for every single person in the country mm-hmm. and they can track and, 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 and follow your every movement on the phone. And it almost goes back. We did an episode on precognitive crime detection. Yeah, yeah like a uh, minority part. Was it the harp one or was it a... It was the one about the Chinese algorithm to detect gay behavior. Oh, yeah. Chinese and how pre, yeah, yeah. Pre, precognition um, in, in law enforcement was becoming like they're using these algorithms. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, that you couple those ideas together with what MITRE is doing and it absolutely right. scares me. So, yeah. I mean, that's my... I don't know where we're on time, but that's my final thought. Okay. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, no, it is a scary thing. And it's, um, I think there's two, two ways we can look at this one. Obviously the argument is always like, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, there's nothing to worry about. Well, it's like, well, you shouldn't be collecting it in the first place, but in terms of like them arresting you for like driving speeding without being caught. Um, I think, so if the, if the government's trying to catch you doing something using technology that's available, Using technology to avoid that or to mitigate that in the future is what we need entrepreneurs to make. So, for example, within our lifetime, we will not be driving cars. Cars will be on the road, but there'll be a mesh but, network. But we won't be driving them. We will not be driving. You think that's happening within, let's say, what am I, 48? Yeah, I'd 30 say within years. 30 years, if, unless society collapses uh, in 2027, which I think it will. But... Uh, is that what the TikTok time travel <laughs> yeah, probably, is? Probably. I think he does. Say he might say that. Uh, but the, there's a mesh. There'll be a mesh network to where cars will never crash into each other. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. So therefore, the police will not be doing speeding tickets. They won't be doing anything because they won't need to. So I think technology will advance to a point to where a lot of the things that law enforcement make their money on or feel like they're doing to protect us will go away through technology. In the same way that technology is helping them c- capture us now. I think eventually those things could be avoided in the future. And I don't know well, how that okay. relates to like facial recognition. So this is an interesting like uh, philosophical argument because I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but, but here, here would be my guess of the most common crimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Larceny, I would guess is the number one crime. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Stealing hearts, drunk, <laughs> uh, drunk driving. I think is probably yeah, which will be solved. Which will be solved. Mm-hmm. Um, those are. I think those are probably the two most common. Reckless know, driving solved. Reckless driving yeah. solved. Um, uh, and and vehicular. Yeah. All your vehicular crimes are solved. Yeah. So let's just lump all those vehicular crimes sure. and larceny. Which larceny? If you think about uh, uh, what. With the exception of grand larceny, most larceny is born out of a need for financial assistance. Right, yeah, yeah. Which is also solvable. Right, yeah. So it, it, are you saying or are you suggesting that perhaps what's going on is that law enforcement is seeing that technology is essentially going to eradicate their need in society? Maybe. I don't know if that's that's probably not how they're thinking, but 
I mean, I think there will be uh, technological fixes for a lot of what we consider to be crimes. crimes yeah. Right. So. Um, but it, but it, but but at what expense? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I um, mean, what? I mean, yeah. And where I always struggle with it is, you know, I was in a drive-through months ago, mm-hmm. many months ago, this summer. It was a weird drive-through. It was a McDonald's, and I don't eat McDonald's very often, but every once in a while I crave a cheeseburger. Yeah. Something about it. Yeah, it was double cheeseburger. So Two I was sitting in line. It was a super long line, COVID long line, yeah. right? And when I was one person away to finally pick up and pay for my food, somebody hit my car in the line. Crazy. Wasn't a bad hit. Right. And I got out, and I looked at his car. His car is fucked. Oh, yeah, he was like, oh. yeah, because I got a Volvo with a like steel bike rack on the <laughs> yeah, back. So it like cracked his front bumper. My car looked fine. Yeah. Everyone's honking at me because they're like, get the hell out. What are you doing? Yeah. Get out of line. I'm like, well, the guy hit my car, but it's not a place where I can, I, right, there's yeah. a curb. So I can't, I can't exit the line. Mm-hmm. So I got in my car and I was like, do I want to call the cops? And I was like, well, I don't think I'm drunk, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, if you're like, do you have any weed in your car? I don't know. I don't yeah, think so. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to involve law enforcement because I don't know that whether I've committed a crime yet. Mm-hmm. And that that is is at the root of what my problem with this right. is. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like, it's, it's that you set up a net to catch predators coming in over the border. Mm-hmm. But, but you inevitably catch some fish that honestly you would, ne- you would not have right. caught who've done minor things, Mm -hmm. but that becomes the basis for padding criminal statistics. The system has been effective. We've stopped X number of criminals. We've, you know, blah, blah, blah. When really people really weren't really doing anything that you were out to stop. Right. And you can, you can, yeah, like you're saying, you can say, well, look at how much crime's gone up. And it's like, no, you just stopped the guy because someone ran into their bumper at McDonald's and you found a a flake of weed. And now that's a crime. Now you've, you've, right. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I just don't like, I like criminal investigations that are very, very narrow and specific. And this seems to me to be broadening Mm -hmm. more and more how we look for criminals. Yeah. It's casting a wide net. And then you're wondering like, well, what does that tie into? And I think that, you know, obviously it ties into the, you know, the, the, private prisons and things like that. So it's like, well, why are we trying to arrest more people when really it's not a big deal? Um, and luckily I think that didn't they just strike down the private prison thing? I think, I think Biden just did something with that. I don't well, know. I don't I, I that, mean, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, the, the American, uh, penitentiary system has been largely privatized. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's, it is problematic because, these prisons make money as long as people are going to prison. Mm-hmm. So they tend to support judges, sheriffs, and elected officials who are tough on crime, right. which for the most part means putting minorities into their private prisons. Right. And then they turn around and use those minorities for forced labor and other things mm-hmm. that um, are also questionable in nature. Right. Yeah. So, so do we need a prison system that benefits from people being caught and 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 then again that 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 is that's to your point is that like is this all part of a bigger system where we need a prison system mm-hmm. for in order for certain corporations to make money yeah yeah 
Well, my, I, so that's, uh, I know that was a final thought that we got involved, but I think what my real final thought is, if these people were from MIT, you look at MIT and they're developing robots that will eventually kill us. They are. Oh, those robots have got, have you? What? Yeah, they're, they're developing those robots and it's basically Terminator, but you know what they've done? They got a great PR firm that makes them dance and they put out music videos. Yeah, those and you're like, robots. man, those things are the best. Man, I want a little robot like that. And next thing you know, boom, you're dead. I mean, that, those robots are straight out of Isaac Asimov's yeah. iRobot. I mean, they are. Yeah. Those, I've never watched one of those and thought, well, that's cute. I know, right? It's like, oh, he's headless and uh, he moves with precision of a ninja. Yeah. yeah no, I, see a th I see a law enforcement agent that doesn't sleep, mm -hmm. that doesn't use critical thinking. Yep. He's given an objective and will not stop until yep. that objective is reached. It is, yeah, it's RoboCop and it's terrifying yeah. to me. And that's, that's interesting too because if you look at anything in science fiction, just know that they can make it. And I think that... That's it, what MITRE is. Yeah. Someone said that. MITRE yeah. is a science fiction company really? that, that takes what, what law enforcement says. I wonder if we could do this. They mm -hmm. go to MITRE. MITRE says, yeah, we can do it. Crazy. They're the smartest people on 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 I mean they're the best of the best. Yeah. And, and they're I mean it's wild. I just wish that all this cool stuff was being used for good, not for Yeah, why for, don't you go to them and say how do we feed everybody? Yeah, how do we make butterflies cute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, but they got the wings, let's just make their face good. Yeah. How do we Come make on. our dicks bigger? Yeah, easy. you know how much you know how much <laughs> violence you would stop in this world yeah. if you're like, don't shoot that building up just yeah. here. Take here. this pill. And relax. Yeah. About or just your teach them how to walk like they have a big dick. It's all. It's all. <laughs> just cut her. Yeah. Just wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's good, man. Yeah. Look, I, I I encourage all of our listeners to MITRE Corporation. Go dig into this. Go read the articles. You can find them on the web. They are terrifying. What they can do. What they've done. And the the way this is structured, where they're not trying to make money. They just government says build this they say yes mm. is is the scariest stuff that i've read in a long long time man this sounds like how i'm getting paid in uh ethereum with my recent job i'm not trying to make money but yeah that's yeah, it, but, uh, <laughs> that's yeah. it. <laughs> well i'm free to do anything uh anyway well uh we'll be back uh with more patron episodes yeah more free episodes thanks for listening uh thanks for tolerating my horse oh, yeah. omicron covid variant voice <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, I hope not. hopefully i'm it's mild symptoms, Omicron. Oh, is it? That's what they say. Oh, well, that's good. Super contagious. Oh, okay, so maybe here we are. You're infecting me now. It's great. Uh, you know what? Take care of yourself, Justin. You've been around crowds. Now you're in my house. Drink more wine. Drink more wine. Um, uh, but yeah, no, this is a fun one. Uh, yeah, like uh, he said, hop on our Patreon. Patreon episodes, we got a ton. And uh, really looking forward to bringing you some really exciting guests in the new year. And yeah. uh, you know what? Uh, you know what? Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Yeah, We're going to start doing videos again soon. We'll get that studio set up. It's been tough uh, recording in person in terms of setup, but yeah. soon we'll have it together. All right. Well, that's it for our show. Thanks yeah. for listening. This is Conspiracy Beer Me. I've been Justin Scranton. I'm still Shane Smith. Peace. Peace.